TalkZone.com. Now, TalkZone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. And we do welcome you to Two Guys and a Mic here on the TalkZone.com. It's the coach of the big dog, Joel Radwanski, with you. I was running late already today. Almost didn't make the start of the show. Got uh, a minor des- not minor scare, anyways, with the elevator. Got stuck. I was stuck in the elevator with a uh, female Federal Express lady. Joel, I don't know if that's ever happened to you. Have you? Ever been stuck in an elevator with a Federal Express lady or, God forbid, a guy? Uh, the UPS lady, yes. Never a Federal really? X, you know, a FedEx lady. First you said Federal, and I thought you were talking about no. something totally different. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, Fed- <laughs> it was FedEx, your uh, pride and joy in the shipping department. Uh, soon to be, who knows, a sponsor here on the FineTalkZone.com. Uh, while we were stuck in the elevator, I, by the way, I tried to give her a sponsorship. Uh, and she gave me the name of the... Marketing lady, so who knows? Maybe five minutes in the elevator will turn into a fine sponsorship on our show. You actually got a, a, a sponsorship person to I, talk to? I she actually you know, knew the right person? I know, well, you know, maybe she was just giving me a line trying to humor me. She's stuck in the elevator. Who knows? It could have been for a couple of hours. She might, you know, she had no idea who I was, so she's probably just trying to humor me a little bit. Well, you dial that up, you might it might end up being the rejection hotline. <laughs> have you ever have you ever dialed that? You know, I haven't. You told me about that. That is very very fascinating. We're going to talk scintillating sports here on a football Friday. Break down the NFL playoffs, play beat the schmoes. But this is interesting for the listeners out there. I was not aware of this, but big dog, tell the fine folk out there about what is uh, friendly called the rejection hotline. Yeah, it's basically a phone number that you give somebody if you really don't want them calling you, but you know you just give them the phone number so they could, uh, uh, you know, so they will go away basically. And when uh, the person calls it, basically it just says that uh, you're a failure and you shouldn't be asking people like that out. It's pretty funny stuff, coach. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, so if somebody's bothering you at a bar, you can give it out. I actually have the number here. So. Uh-huh. By the way, speaking of bars, uh, I called you last night. I don't know if you were at a bar, a party, a social function, but. To put it as gently as I can, it sounded like you were having a whole lot of fun. Yeah, what time did you call me, Coach? <sighs> Probably around <laughs> eight o'clock. Oh, okay. So I was actually still at that. I yeah, was you, before you, I got home. You answered the phone in Spanish or some other foreign language. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what that was all about. I'm sorry. I was with a bunch of Romanian people, Coach. <laughs> oh, is that what and I got to tell you something. Yeah. I mean, do you think the Irish are bad? At least a stereotype yeah. about Irish people and how they drink. I think the Romanians put them to shame. Uh huh. It's uh, it, it was a pretty good time. It so, was, uh, always have a good time with those. If guys. any of our listeners get a chance out there, parting with a, uh, a Romanian or a group of Romanians might be one of those things you haven't done in life, and you might want to try. <laughs> and you know, the funny thing is, half these people there were actually from Transylvania. 
Yeah, and uh, legitimately, Transylvania, where uh, Count Dracula was from. But, uh, you know, they actually, some of these uh, people grew up in Bucharest, which had a, a 7.5 earthquake back in 1977. And they were telling me the stories uh-huh. of what they had to deal with back in 1977. This one guy, uh, Noir, was telling me that, like, like stories where his dad had to carry him through the whole entire city and then mm-hmm. finally got him home. And when he got to his house, he actually saw the walls in his basement, like, cr- like crumbling and cracking. Wow. You know, wow. so... Uh, you know, talk about what the people over in Haiti are going through right now. So I was actually getting mm-hmm. firsthand, like, recant, you know, recantments of what, what they went through back in uh, Romania, back in the 1977 earthquake. Interesting. And that was only, you know, so that was actually a lot more powerful than a mm-hmm. 7.0. But 7.0 mm-hmm. in a place where they don't really have a lot of sturdy walls is pretty difficult to handle. Yeah, yeah. We've been following that story and talking a little bit about that. And I'm going to announce something we're going to do here on the show. But uh, real quick, do you know in Haiti, not... As we move from elevators to Romanian parting to the earthquake in Haiti, an odd bit of programming here on a football Friday. Do you know, not population-wise, but size-wise, Haiti compared to, like, I'm just trying to get an idea of how big of an area. And I know you're a geographical guy. I am not. Uh, you know, like, compared to the state of Illinois, is it bigger land-wise oh, I- than the state of Illinois? Oh, it's definitely uh, a lot smaller than the land of Illinois. I'm Small. thinking like it's yeah. I'm thinking it's probably like the size of uh, like Rhode Island is what I'm thinking because it also shares the island with the Dominican Republic. Don't uh-huh. forget. Right. So uh, now I see. I haven't some. been to Rhode Island, so that doesn't help me. That's one of the 18 states I have yet to visit. I'm trying to make all 52 or all 50 before I. Uh... <laughs> Finally kick the bucket, and I will tell you uh, that you know time is beginning to be a crunch. So Rhode Island might need to be on my near vacation plans. But uh, so is it, would Haiti be more like uh, Chicago area all the way to Rockford, that kind of area? Um, well, that's I'm, I'm trying to find out actually okay. right here. You know, Port-au-Prince is its uh, largest capital. Right. I mean, it's a capital, and it's got uh, 10 mm-hmm. million people in it, Coach. Okay. okay so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I know the population. I was aware of. I'm just trying to get an idea of the. Uh, geographical space but certainly it's a story we've been following everybody has and we talk sports here in the uh two guys in a mic show but obviously joel uh as very often happens in life there's much 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 more important things than sports we are strictly talking the candy factory here the fun stuff it's a uh a little illusion away from our problems in regular life and even our problems in our regular lives right now are minuscule joel compared to what is uh happening to the fine people in haiti and our thoughts and Feelings and wishes certainly are out there. You feel helpless, don't you? I know I've talked to a lot of people. It's like you see the videos, you hear the stories. It's so tragic. It's so terrible. You want to do something, but isn't there a feeling of um, helplessness? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, stuff like this is going to happen, Coach. I mean, it might sound kind of like hardcore, but I mean, no, don't like, go it's Pat Robertson on me now. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying they just. No, I'm not saying that kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, but I mean, stuff like, I mean, think about it. This is like the third time 200,000 people in that estimate may die at one earthquake in the last mm-hmm. like four or five years. It happened in China. There was the one in, uh, Malaysia or whatever that uh, a bunch of people died. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot of people going at one time. Boy, so uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's almost unfathomable. You know, I had heard 50,000, but you're right. The final total could be as high as a couple hundred thousand. Thousands. That's just you know each individual person dying. Two hundred thousand. It's just uh, almost too horrible to really uh, you know think about. And, yeah, your guy, your, your guy Tiger Woods. He, you know he's doing something about it. He's actually sending a mobile hospital okay. with uh, with fifty doctors Excellent. down there. 
So uh, Tiger mm-hmm. Woods getting it done. That's 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 pretty good. Now that's uh, that's thinking on yeah. your feet. Really, what those people need most is doctors. Mm-hmm. You know, in a, in a mobile type hospital. So mm-hmm. that's uh, you know, that's a pretty good move there by Tiger. Yeah, real good. Move. Much done. much more critically important than any sexual escapades he might have had. The same thing is true with our uh, fine ex president, President Bill Clinton, who everyone brings up his. Uh, you know, one or two or three, however many it was, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, sexual liaisons or whatever, which certainly was not good from a moralistic standpoint. But people would emphasize that so much as we get into a little sports guys talk politics here in the show, and they would forget you. They would forget the 99% of the good things that Bill Clinton was doing with many of our social agencies, uh, with our unfortunate people. I thought he took a bad rap just because of a couple of things. Tiger Woods, uh, good proof of that, apparently. I was not aware he was doing that very, very admirable gesture. Yeah, a, a good move by Tiger. See, I, I never really had an issue with uh, with Bill Clinton uh, and his, uh, his you know, escapades on the side. It was stuff like giving away an Air Force base to, uh, uh, you know, in China to a businessman who, oh, by the way, that guy actually, you know, gave money to his campaign fund. You okay. know, stuff like that bothered me. I could care less what he did on the side. Yes. But you do say fellatio. And it'll get everybody's attention. Yeah. Seriously, I, Dave Olson yeah. just peeked up really quickly. Like, what, 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 why did he just say that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You just say that and it'll yeah. grab somebody by the boob. Yeah, yeah, the conservative genre in America, you know, the immoral president, look at his morals, he'd make it a bad example. No. If you look at some of the things he did uh, while he was in office, he was a very moral president. Now, you obviously have a little bit of a different opinion. Maybe you have, you some, yeah. have some insights that I don't have, but... Forget about one or two sexual liaisons and look at what he did in eight years as a president. That, to me, is a lot more significant than uh, a couple little nights on the town, if you will. I really don't remember because I don't try to pay too much attention to, like, the polishing of people. Mm -hmm. But did he sell himself as, like, the family man? Did he he really sell himself as that? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I really don't think he did. So that's. I mean, it was Bill and Hillary and uh, Chelsea. Nice. All American family, but I don't think and, and he... everybody pretty much knew that they didn't get along from the get go. So it, you know, it, it wasn't like they they hit it well, at all. Well, you know, you say they don't get along, but others will tell you, and I'm one of the believers that despite some of the stuff that has happened, others that are very very close to the family will tell you it's one of the greatest love affairs they've ever witnessed. That there is a deep deep connection. Boy, are we getting off a of football Friday here? A deep connection, big dog, between Bill and Hillary Clinton. So. <laughs> It's not to say that the bill hasn't strayed. We can only hope that Hillary has two. All is fair and love and war. But um, no, I, I think it's a tremendous love affair between the two. Not that it have a few little bumps in the road. Well, uh, <laughs> did I get the, the big dog speechless for a brief moment in time? The the one the one love affair that really cracks me up is the the Packer fans love affair with Brett Favre and what they've had to deal with this this past yeah. two years. So. Yeah, too bad we don't got Green Bay and Minnesota going. Uh, that would have been a fun matchup. We didn't get that. I know a lot of our listeners last week, including you, our fine co-host, were talking about how much fun it would be if the Packers ended up playing the Vikings, but it was not to be. It's going to be the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to review all four games today, Big Dog. I know you got all your notes with you. And by the way, you are not here with me, but uh, the shows, I don't know if you're aware now, the shows are all being webcast live. So everything I'm doing, including eating this half-eaten apple, is being seen by America's vast public. Oh, this is good, Coach. So I'll have to start actually coming in then. Well, you're I mean, always if I'm welcome. If I would to get camera time, I'm going to have to come in. Coach. Yeah. Webcast. Today's show, am I on camera right now, Dave? See, he's checking it out. He's got the thumbs up. It's a beautiful thing. Our producer, by the way, David Olson. We're going to take a quick, quick break. We'll talk some football when we come back. Beat the schmoes. 
football prediction time. So make sure you got your picks. Three out of any four games, you can skip one of them. The phone number to call in if you want to make your picks or talk any kind of sports or if you want to get off the sports page and bring up any of the weird topics that we have opened the show with, 888-463-6748. You can email us at Mike, two guys, that's M-I-C, and the number two, Mike, two guys at AOL.com. Oh, by the way, just to finish the elevator story, Joe. Okay. While I'm killing about five minutes in the elevator, probably only a minute, but it seems what, like What five. is this FedEx lady's name, by the way, Coach? I believe it was Yvonne. Could have been Yvette. Okay. Um, while I was killing some time there, I looked at the the inspection thing. and I felt very comfortable. Uh, this elevator inspected by blank, blank services. Otis. Very, very good. Was it Harvey. an Otis elevator, Coach? Huh? Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. To Harvey Glickstein inspected it. I felt very, very good. And then I looked at the date. Last inspector, like 2003. You know, more once every five years, it might be good to check the elevator cables a little bit. Well, At that point, tall, I wasn't how, feeling too close. Suddenly, I didn't worry about your bet. I was worried about my life. Now, how t- I mean, how tall is the building? How tall is who? The building. Just two floors. Uh, falling two floors, how bad could that be? Yeah, you're right. The fall I wasn't worried about. It was like being stuck in there for an hour. I'm very claustrophobic. You know that. Then why aren't you taking the stairs? It's a good point. Well, you're, I... I uh, Every you time know, you're going to be on TV now, Coach. You're, every, you're getting your webcast, so you know, you're going to want to stay in shape. No, I do want to do that. Every time I take the stairs in the building here, I get lost. It's like a maze. So I found the elevator much easier. But you're right. From now on, I'm taking the stairs. All right, we're taking a quick break. We'll be back. We'll talk some football. Football Friday, the big dogs on the line. David Olson, our producer, quick break. Don't go anywhere. 888-463-6748. Back in about 48 seconds. for your calls on Two Guys and a Mic. Call 888-GO-FOR-IT. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski, on TalkZone.com. Big dog, can I paint a very scary picture for you? Well, well, if you can paint a picture, please do it. I'm trying to work the computer and do the old Twitter and the emails while the show is going on, and you know my technical expertise. Let's just say it's not working out all that well. Yeah, this could be time-consuming for you. Yes. Yeah, it, it's interfering with my great stream of consciousness, which you, so, <laughs> which you know is so adamant here on the TalkZone.com. All right, uh, and again, Big Dog joining us via the phone in your palatial estates. Where are you just to paint a picture for our listeners out there, dog? Our show emanating from the Chicago area. You are not in studio. Where are you uh, checking in from? 
uh, I'm, I'm down in the, the bat cave that is my house out in Aurora coach and, uh, I'm staying out here with, uh, five people mm-hmm. live with me. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful okay. thing. Are any of the five people that live with you, you very gently call it the United Nations or any of them, uh, at home right now, possibly tuning into the show. Yes, my Saudi Arabian friend Mahmoud is actually on the couch right now <laughs> listening to the show. My Spanish friend uh, Briano is actually, uh-huh. he's doing some laundry and Cloudy's upstairs and he's uh, he's killing teenagers, no, as, as it's called. With, you know, he's on, no, he's online, you know, uh-huh. uh, what do you call it, playing uh, whatever. Now, are you whatever. serious? You got a guy named Mahmoud listening to the show right now? Yes, yes. He's, uh, Mahmoud is actually one of the best. Uh, he actually played college quarterback. Uh, and uh, he played in uh, what do you call it? Right now, he's you know he's one of the greatest sports experts you'll ever meet, and his name is Mahmoud. One of the great sp- sports what activists? No experts. Coach. Experts. Yeah, you, experts. you don't normally find Mahmouds that are like in no. American sports like that. I'm Sometimes, fascinated like, by the. Quite frankly, David Olson, I wish right now the webcast would be a lot more entertaining. <laughs> if it was at Joel's house, than it was here in the studio. I guarantee you that. We could have Mahmoud, the big dog, Briano, and who was the other guy? Uh, cloudy. We got to start webcasting from your place. That would be much better for our ratings. I guarantee you that. Any chance, Mahmoud? Every time I say that, I need a Kleenex here. Every any chance, uh, Mahmoud can be a guest schmo on today's show. Oh uh, yeah, he can. He's definitely going to call in. What's the number he's going to call, Coach? Well, anybody can call in Mahmoud or anybody else. Eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. You can also uh, email your picks, email your comments to Mike Two Guys. M I C in the number two, Mike. Two guys at AOL.com. Big Dog and Beat the Schmoes this year. I am 6-15, and 15, a veritable embarrassment. Uh, that's not very good, Coach. No. The, I mean, 28.6%, that's about as low as you can get. in a, After 21 games, like that could happen like maybe like four or five games yeah. in. You know, you go one for five or something. Mm-hmm. But but 6-15, and 15, that's 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 horrid. That's stretch. I'm blaming it on the uh, A, the Internet, and B, our producer, David Olson, because we used to <laughs> play Beat the Schmoes on our previous radio show, and I had reasonable levels of success. Yeah, but all of I, a sudden, we go to the Internet, and my uh, picks have gone kapooey. Now, while you were there, you were definitely at about the 500 mark. I would yeah, have to say. I had my yeah. moments. Yeah. And we do pick against the spread, so it's a little bit tougher. Obviously, if you just pick the winner, then being 500 is not very good, but we pick it against the points. So uh, anybody wants to call in, and again, if you uh, can beat the Schmoes, not tie, the big dog, one of our Schmoes today, myself, you can't see it on the webcast right now, Joel, but I'm holding up the uh, Paradise, who we like to call the beautiful and the lovely Paradise. She will make her picks, by the way. Paradise, 10 and 8 against the spread so far this year. Not too bad for the beautiful, lovely one. That would actually be winning your money, Coach, if yeah. you were actually betting on what she was going. And, you know, sometimes it's better just to do that because the, the dice, you know, the paradise, she doesn't uh, succumb to all the, the media blitz that you get every week and you get <laughs> bombarded by something. You know what I mean? She doesn't uh-huh. fall for that type of the, 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 the tricks that the media tries to play at you. The very essence of our show, everything was with tongue firmly implanted in Cheek, other shows play Beat the Pros here on the TalkZone.com. Two guys in a mic. It's Beat the Schmoes. And just to show you how ridiculous the experts are, we spin the dice. We spin the dice. The pair of dice. The beautiful, lovely, and paradise. And over the years, Big Dog, and you can attest to it, the dice does every bit as good as just about any expert out there. Uh, well, I don't know, Coach, to be quite honest. There's some good guys out there. You can actually, some guys actually know what they're doing. So... But she's at five, five, I'd say 50, 50, 500. It's all good. Now, which games are, are is she going to play this week? Mm-hmm. Well, well, I'm going to let either you or Mahmoud make the picks. 
But uh, we certainly got four great games. Obviously, there's no high school games to pick, no college games. I am very much looking forward. I know it's basketball season, hockey's going on, but this is a great football weekend. All four games, not a dog in the bunch, big dog. Dallas and Minnesota starts it off on Sunday at 12 o'clock. The Vikings, last time I checked, two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, the, the, I can't believe they're actually favored in this football game. I got to go with the Cowboys in this game. I, I really think that this is the one game that could. Act, well, it's going to end up being a good game just because the, the Minnesota has so many weapons, they'll be able to stay in it. But mm-hmm. I, I really see Dallas winning this football game, Coach. Mm-hmm. The hot hand. I mean, oh, how how much do you bet on? How important is the hot hand? Some betting experts will tell you you can overrate the hot hand, and others will tell you no. And Arizona Cardinals last year were a great example of that. They weren't the most talented team, but they got hot at the right time. The Dallas Cowboys certainly uh, had the look of that right now. They've got the hot hand. Can they keep it going up in Minnesota? Of course, they're playing indoors, right? So no problem for Brett Favre? No, yeah, that shouldn't be an issue. He doesn't have to worry about being cold the rest of the the postseason, Coach, Mm -hmm. because he's going to be indoors the rest of the way. So, And then be in Miami if they can recover from the frost that they've been through lately. (laughs) Yeah. Where is the Super Bowl this year? Is it in Miami? Yeah, it is in Miami. Let's hope it warms up. People will be complaining. (laughs) That take all the fun out of going to Miami. Um, Now, next year, the Minnesota Vikings have an outdoor stadium they're building. Is that correct? Hold on, they're, I don't think they're moving. The Minnesota Twins have an outdoor baseball stadium. I don't okay. think the Vikings have right. a new stadium. It's only the Twins. Okay. I might be getting my Minnesota sports teams mixed up. That can happen, you know. Well, I try to stay away from that uh, part of the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way, I did mean to mention we were talking on a serious subject, what's happening in Haiti right now, and we talked about the feeling of helplessness, Joe. And what we thought we'd do here, I talked to a Producer David Olson, actually, I didn't. I went right over his head. His head. I didn't even talk to our general manager, the commander-in-chief, Chris Whitting. I made the decision on my own. I've been here for two months. It's about time I start stretching my britches a little bit. Okay. Every phone call that comes in today and through next week, every email that we get from our listeners, okay, it's not much, but it's going to try to avoid the feeling of helplessness. We're going to try to help out a little bit, the slightest bit of good is better than the best of intentions. I've always believed in that. We will donate our show $10 to the Red Cross Relief Fund in Haiti for every phone call that comes in. Oh, that sounds good. And again, what's the phone number, Coach? Every email that comes in, too, 888-463-6748. You can talk about whatever you want. Any phone call that comes in, we will donate $10 through the end of next week. It's our small way here on Two Guys and a Mic to help a very, very, very serious situation in Haiti. And I know, Joel, we can count on your donation because we're charging you 10 bucks for this call. Oh, uh, well, Coach, I won't have that particular money on time for you. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Tell Mahmoud, by the way, he already owes us 50 bucks. Every every time I mention or any time a listener mentions Mahmoud's name, he owes us 10 more dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we'll see if Mahmoud ends up calling because uh, we're playing Beat the Schmoes today. And uh, uh, Hold on. All right, Dallas Cowboys, uh, game number one, 12 o'clock tomorrow. That should be a good one, taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Many, such as the big dog picking the Cowboys to win. Tony Romo's been hot of late. I guess one of the big keys is what was, and probably still is, one of the best running backs in the NFL, big dog. Anthony Peterson has had a little bit of trouble hanging out of the football. How much does the psychology of, oops, I don't have to fumble, how much does that affect his great running ability? Because we know he's the best there is when he can do it. 
Yeah, I think that it affects you big time. You know, and as, as soon as he fumbles, he really seems to to slow down and not do much after that. Now, like, uh, mm-hmm. and plus, people really target him. And it's funny, wouldn't you be get your call the fumbler even if you're not? People really start attacking you even more than you know if you weren't. And uh, Hunter Hillenmeyer, we saw him on the Monday night game come from behind and, and punch it out. And uh, you know, normally people are just worried about you know dragging that big fella down, but. You know, sometimes, you know, when they get that reputation, people start trying to uh, punch their football out. So, and I guarantee you the Cowboys will be doing that this, uh, this week. So even if he doesn't fumble, what you're telling me, and the big dog is a, a longtime football guy, played some college football yourself, you know what you're talking about. Even if he doesn't fumble, it can still affect his running because he's thinking about it, conscious of it, and maybe takes away from some of those great cuts he's able to do. Oh, absolutely. Do you remember back in uh, the the 85 playoffs or, you know, January 86 when when uh, Buddy Ryan guaranteed that Eric Dickerson would fumble three times in the game? And Eric Dickerson was just coming off that, like, 258-yard record-breaking game against the Cowboys the week before. And, uh-huh. you know, and everybody was worried, oh, you know, can this guy bust off a couple big runs and, uh, and you know, hurt the Bears and who knows what happens. And, uh, you know, during the game, Eric Dickerson only gained like 45 yards and he fumbled twice. And after the game, he would like proudly said, yeah, I see, I didn't fumble three times. But he had a horrible game. You know, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, if you're worried about fumbling when you're instead of really running aggressively and trying to score, you know, mm-hmm. that, that'll mess with your game. Mm-hmm. Good strategy. So it's all, as you well know, a lot of sports is psychology. And you get in the heads of the other team, a little bit of, uh, reverse psychology like that can certainly pay dividends. Well, uh, when he's not worried about fumbling, he's definitely one of the most fun running backs to watch in the league. By the way, his fellow compatriot, uh, Chris Johnson, running back for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I'm assuming you would agree the deserved NFL Offensive Player of the Year. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more with that particular selection. Like I said, the all-time uh, yardage record from scrimmage. I mean, that's pretty, you have a pretty good season whenever you set that. He definitely deserved mm-hmm. uh, to have that. And I, I like the way the NFL has the offensive and defensive player yep. of the year, then also in it. Mm-hmm. Charles MVP. Woodson, one of the Defensive Player of the Year. Chris Johnson, Offensive Player of the Year. Let us not forget that your Offensive Player of the Year uh, played for a team that started off 0-6. That's pretty amazing. Uh, you know what a great story they are, and that they, you know, they shouldn't be overlooked. I know uh, they didn't make the playoffs, but uh, you know most teams just pack it in, and they're like, all right, we'll we'll draft number one. Uh, where the season's over with. I mean, they fought back, tried to win some games, and tried to make the playoffs. So. Uh, you know, that should be commended. I mean, you're, you should try no matter what. It's uh, You're playing football and you're getting paid to do it. But uh, a lot of teams would, would have packed it up. They did. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, they definitely have a pretty good future down there with that kid at running back. Chris Johnson's awesome. Right, well, that's going to be a heck of a ball game, though. Uh, not Tennessee, of course. Dallas and Minnesota. Real quick, before we make our Beat the Schmoes football picks, uh, let's just quickly review the games. 3.30 on Saturday, game number two in your four-game football extravaganza. It's Arizona at New Orleans. A lot of lines here, a lot of different options, a lot of story, uh, uh, story lines, I should say, here with Arizona, the hot team. New Orleans has been off for a while. Your thoughts on this game? I know the Saints, the first 13 games, Joel, they were awfully good offensively, but last three, they cooled off. Uh, yeah, they've slowed down a little bit, and you know the key to everything is people are running the football on them. And if all of a sudden, since people are running the football on them, they're controlling the clock, and you're not giving Sean Payton as, as many options. You know, you give him... Uh, uh, you know, they have enough possessions, coach. They'll take care of the ball. They'll eventually, you know, wear you down and beat you and find out, you know, where your weakness is. But, uh, mm-hmm. if they can't stop the run, those limit those particular options. But uh, I don't know if it'll really matter with the Cardinals because they don't even try to run the ball. This is going to end up being an old fashioned well, shootout. I don't know if I agree with you there. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals this year, 
as opposed to last year's Arizona Cardinals, they do make an attempt to run the football. Do they? Oh not? yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, more so than in the past. But uh, I still think there might be this temptation. You have to admit, near the end of this past game, it ended up being just like two gunslingers going at it. It ended up mm-hmm. being Rogers versus versus Kurt yeah. Warner. They weren't even running the ball in the yeah. last like quarter yeah. and a half. So it, it the game could easily mm-hmm. turn into you know get out of hand and turn into one of those where it just ends up being a track meet, which. Which would be a lot of fun. Hopefully that's what happens. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the over and under is, but uh, whatever it is, bet the over. <laughs> Could be a high-scoring game. And for our, uh, you know, as a Chicago Bear fan, and I think I could speak for a lot of Bear fans whose passing game has been uh, sophomoric and very base level for oh, about 25 years. It was so much fun. It was part fun and part envy, Joel, for me to watch as you called it a quarterback shootout last week. That Arizona Green Bay game, so much fun again. Part fun to watch, but part envy because they just threw the ball up and down the field, and I know our beloved Bears find it almost impossible to complete a twenty-yard pass one time per game. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it, you know it's it's funny as the Bears are so inept at the passing game, and it makes no sense for the simple fact is they really never throw the ball that often. Well, I know they did this year, but in the past they didn't really throw it that much, and yet everybody was covered. How was that possible? I mean, <laughs> it, you know. I, I, it just and this year it just seemed like it was just so difficult. There was always yeah. four or five people covered. It was it wasn't until late in the year that there seemed to be open receivers mm-hmm. downfield. Yeah, that, that's why I always say it's, it's part of it is coaching and the scheme because you're right. You break it down to the most simple level you can get. Other teams' receivers, they're open, and the Bears, <laughs> yeah. every, even when they do complete a pass, it like it takes maximum effort. The guy's covered. He barely catches the ball. Man, we got a twenty. Other teams complete the twenty yard pass. Fairly effortlessly, and I, yeah. you know, I just think it's scheme more than talent. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, and I really don't know who's going to end up being the Bears' offensive coordinator. It's probably one of the coordinators in one of these teams, or like a, the quarterbacks coach on one of these teams. You know, mm-hmm. and the next their next job is the offensive coordinator, and, and the Bears will probably have to settle for somebody that uh, uh, doesn't have a lot of experience because who really wants a job when you're attached to Lovey Smith right now? Because you you could be fired in a year. You know what I mean? So you're probably going to get it like a first timer. I, I know that getting off track right now of, of picking the games and see what's going on, but I mean that is the situation that the Bears are in. So we might as well pay attention to the side, the, the assistant coaches in these particular games because one of them is going to be the Bears coordinator. Well, that's always an exciting thing to do. If the game's boring, watch the other team's assistant coaches. <laughs> There's a good way to spend a Saturday and Sunday. All right, quickly, and then we'll take a break and make your picks. Uh, Big Dog, you and uh, hopefully Mahmoud will be making the picks. Paradise. Hold it up there for the webcast fans, a beautiful, lovely paradise, and then I will attempt to break my streak of 0-3s and 1-2s and, and embarrassingly make embarrassingly make my picks once again beat the Schmoes. But real quick, after we get a good night's sleep on Saturday, and please, no parting with the Romanians this Saturday night. you got work to do, Big Dog. No, absolutely. I can't do that. I need at least another month before I do that. <laughs> All right. But however, you can sleep late Sunday because there's no 12 o'clock game. So maybe you can go out, what the heck, throw caution to the wind and party with the Romanians two nights in a row. At any rate, 3-30, game one on Sunday, game three over all the Jets. Take on San Diego at beautiful, lovely San Diego. It's not like 32 in San Diego either, is it? Uh, no, it's the, it's always perfect weather in San Diego. Okay. Seriously, I, did, I think it got cold once. But, yeah, it's it's always <laughs> beautiful down there. All right, and, your thoughts on that game. Jets, uh, obviously the underdog, San Diego, one of the hot, the hottest team in football. 
Yeah, and, and San Diego really hits. You, you watch San Diego games, they're extremely physical, and obviously the Jets are, are real physical, so this is going to be just an old-fashioned brawl, just people punching each other in the face. I can't watch it. I mean, I can't wait to watch this particular game, Coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there will be a couple blows to the head penalties in this game, you know, a couple 15-yard penalties, so uh, that's going to be, I think, the difference there is... Uh, I just think San Diego's going to have too much for the Jets because the Jets play so physical and they've had to do this so many weeks in a row that eventually mm-hmm. that will wear you down. Mm-hmm. So It's odd. Uh, it's odd to hear you talk about the San Diego Chargers, and you're right. But it's weird to hear you talk about San Diego and being physical because that has not been their tradition in the past. Yeah, but they are this year, Coach. You yeah. watch those games. I mean, the Chargers really can hit. I, Sean Merriman can hit. hit. Phillips, Castillo, all those guys. I mean, that's a it's a really good defense that they got over there. So uh, I think they're being undersold right now as compared to everybody's talking about the Jets and how great their defense is. It, it, it is, but San Diego is pretty good too, Coach. Quick plug from a Northwestern Wildcats. The aforementioned Luis Castillo, an ex-Big uh, Ten member of the Purple, was he not? Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, he was a member of the Purple, and uh, he was one of those guys that was uh, caught uh, enhancing. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was not aware of that. Yeah, at the combine back in, uh, when he went to the combine during his draft year. He he got got caught enhancing. Any specificity on the enhancement or was it just an overall enhancement? I don't think it was one of those late night commercial enhancement (laughs) uh, type deals. Uh I'm pretty sure it was along the lines of uh, the Mark McGuire type enhancement coach. Ah, all right. Well, you know. But you know, at least, at least you know he's giving it his all. Okay, he's really put in. I don't think when Pat Fitzgerald, the head coach of Northwestern, talks about giving extra effort and uh, you know 100% maximum effort, I don't think he's talking about that kind of enhancement. But who knows? I could be wrong. You never know. I'm not going to name names. Yeah. And I'm assuming they're testing for enhancement now. And even without that, Luis Castillo, I don't know if he's an all-pro, but he's become a pretty damn good NFL defensive lineman. They weren't upset that he was enhancing. They just wanted to know exactly how much. So they do knew, they knew the formula to put into the computer that <laughs> – Put his particular statistics against everybody else in the combine. So that it's it's no problem for them, Coach. They've already had this one worked out. Stop it, will you please? <laughs> All right. Very quickly before we uh, go on to the final game, Philip Rivers. He's kind of uh, you know rising star in the NFL. Your confidence level uh, on Philip Rivers going from the good quarterback to the elite? Can he take the the, the red hot San Diego team to the very top? No, the the Colts will beat them this year. The Colts are going to beat them, but I do think they're going to win this. game. Game. And I do think they will cover the spread, too. Uh, I do like uh, the, the Chargers in that game. And mm-hmm. I, I really don't like Phillip Rivers that much. As a matter of fact, I kind of dislike him. But, uh, he's got he a little bit a of Jay really, Cutler in him, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a really, really good quarterback, though. He's really good. And he is going to be an elite quarterback. But I just he's not in uh, Peyton Manning's level yet, Coach, mm-hmm. so they won't win it this year. Yeah, he's got a little bit of the cockiness, the brashness, even a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit of the facial smirk. Of uh, Chicago's very own Jay Cutler. Yeah, and didn't they get into a shouting match Not last sure. year? Wasn't didn't like Philip Rivers like take his helmet off and started screaming at Cutler from the sidelines and was like making all kind of like funny gestures? You know, I don't know how much Denver San Diego football I watched last year, but you're probably right. Yeah, I, I they, could oh, see they, the two of them getting into it. They were they were pretty big rivals because they were battling those eight and eight teams battling mm-hmm. for the division last year, and that eight and eight team beat the Colts last season. Uh, you know, I will give Philip Rivers that, and. uh I do see him beating the Jets this particular week, but mm-hmm. not the Colts. By the way, just as a sidelight, uh, the Chicago Tribune's auto expert, Jim DeRoganis, has invited you, Joel, to be a member of his Facebook page. Oh, that's Looking nice. Looking at my though. computer screen right now. That's, 
Jim DeBrogatis is also the, cause he's the, he's the, what do you call it, the music expert. He's now the auto expert also. Man, they really are cutting back at the Sun Times. <laughs> next, you know, he's, he's kind of a big guy. He'll probably be their eating expert next too. Sammy, Sammy T7 and also Swing Low Sweet Chariot have joined our Twitter family in case you're interested. Uh, it, some of the names of these people. And by the way, it's C-H-E-R-R-Y dash I-T. Swing Low Sweet Cherry it. But uh, now a member of our Twitter family, I just thought I'd mention that to you, Big Dog, in case you're feeling lonely out there. Well, uh, as long as they keep on now, are they actually keeping up with your everyday life? Oh, I don't, you know, I don't know. We we twit. Do they read the twits? I have no idea. We can only okay. hope. But they're part of our extended Twitter family, and I'm glad to have them. 888-463-6748. That's our phone number. Uh, real quick, final game before we go to a break. Baltimore and Indy, 7 o'clock Sunday night. Number one, Big Dog, are people going to have anything left? you think we'll be all spent from the first three games? Hard to peak for game four, but it could be a good one. Uh, yeah, that's uh, now this game is going to be coming on after the New Orleans-Arizona game, right? Well, Arizona-New Orleans, unless I got my times wrong, that's 3, yeah. 3.30 on Saturday. Oh, okay. You uh, got so the, the Jets, oh, so, Jets so this and San... So this game is coming on after the, the Cowboys and nope, the, nope, the Vikings. Nope, nope. Unless, again, unless I've got it wrong here, I've got Saturday, Dallas and Minnesota, Arizona, New Orleans. They maybe. have both NFC games on Saturday and Man, both the maybe. AFC games on Sunday? You know what? We'll check it. I, I might have it wrong. Okay. Just wondering. I had, the, I had the Jets, San Diego at 3.30 Sunday. Maybe I got my days mixed up. Baltimore and Indy. But either way, real quick, we'll, we'll get that straightened out. Break down Baltimore and Indy very quick. Oh well, this is going to be a rematch of a game that the the Colts won seventeen fifteen earlier in the year, and uh, the, the the Ravens are a lot better than they were then, and and the Colts kind of sputtered at the end of the year, so it's too they took the, their foot off the pedal. I really wish they wouldn't have, but I think they should be able to take care of business this particular mm-hmm. game, Coach. All right, and you are correct by the way. Baltimore at Indy, we had the time right at seven o'clock Saturday night. Okay, Saturday night, Dallas at Minnesota. That's the noon game. On Sunday, okay, and the Jets and Chargers are in fact uh, the 3:40 game on Sunday. So we were part right. I apologize for that uh, mistake. Yeah, yeah, I was a pretty confuser, coach. Yeah. I don't want you to feel jealous, but uh, I've got the beautiful, lovely paradise in my hands, big dog, and all mm-hmm. the webcast fans can see it. I've got her, and you don't. Well, uh, I guess I'm going to have to deal with the jealousy, coach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Try to control yourself, uh, and I don't know, want to know what you have in your hand. I can only hope it's not Mahmoud. All right, are we taking a break? I certainly hope so. Uh, yes, yes, we, we are, are, Coach. David Olson doesn't even care. He's listening to it. I think he's listening to replays of a Spanish show that was on like at 6 o'clock. He is uh, completely mu- done with us at this point, Joel. Uh, musical caliente. <laughs> All right, quick break. TalkZone.com. Two guys at a mic. You can email us at Mike2GuysAOL.com. Or better yet, give us a call. We're user-friendly, 888-463-6748. Any phone call that comes in, we're donating $10 today through next week to the Red Cross Relief Fund in Haiti to uh, do our little part, very little part, to help those in very, very much need. Back in a minute.
time to get back to Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports yeah, talk go show. The other room, Once so again, here's the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski, on TalkZone.com. Yeah, we do welcome you back, Two Guys and a Mic, TalkZone.com. Final segment, they only give us one hour on this fine show, Big Dog. Actually, if you take away the commercials and the end of the show, it's about 56 minutes. But who is counting? By the way, I'm wearing a pink shirt, the webcast viewers can see that today. I'm doing a uh, high school game, uh, Joel. Okay. And it's a big night. It's Think Pink Night at Barrington High School, and they are uh, honoring or it's uh, to raise money, I should say, for breast cancer research. So I'm going with the pink shirt. I also have a lovely pink tie that I will be wearing. Aren't you proud of me? Yeah, I'm very proud of you, and they better have Brink Security at that place with the money they're going to raise in Barrington tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of money to be raised in Barrington, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, last week we were doing the game, uh-huh. and my uh, good partner Perry Williams, outstanding play-by-play announcer, and I know a, a FOP, FOP, a friend of the program, when he was promoting next week's game, which is in fact today, he mistakenly called it Breast Awareness Night. <laughs> One of those, he, he quickly reversed himself, but that's one of those ones you can't take back. And, you know, we say, Jeff, uh, you know, we say, uh, Joel, almost every night is breast awareness night, right? Well, if you're lucky. Okay. If, I mean, if you're, if you're lucky, you should always be that way. Yeah. All right. 888-463-674. Beat the Schmoes. Football prediction games. There's four games out there. You can throw away the game you feel least confidence in and pick any three games out there you got to pick against the spread if you beat the schmoes you're eligible for a fine prize at the end of the year cash prize by the way a cash prize big dog do you want to go first or uh let one of our fine callers go first uh, let one of our fine callers go first coach it's because you're not prepared right no no i'm prepared i, I know Come what on, now, uh, don't lie to me. Picks i'm doing don't lie to me i'll webcast from your place and find out how i'm <laughs> you're probably doing the show in your pajamas and bed well, this is true, but I'm still prepared for four picks. It's not too difficult considering that's all I think about is football. I have these uh-huh. games like the back of my hand right now. All right. Let's go out to the phone lines very quickly. Checking in. Line number 19. It's caller Mahmoud. Checking in, Mahmoud. Welcome to Two Guys and a Mike, my friend. Oh, thank you, my friend. I am a very big fan of the show. Well, we appreciate that. I'm glad somebody is. We're trying to build listeners. It's a new show, Mahmoud. We need you to, to spread the word and tell some of your friends. I tell all my friends all the time that Awesome show. Coach, you're awesome. Big dog. I like you very much. Well, I appreciate that, Mahmoud. Mahmoud, now you are a football expert, which is kind of funny because, uh, Moza, you're actually trying to spread the word of football to your friends, which is rare, to be quite honest with you. I love football. It's the best. All right. All right, Mach. Can I call you Mach, by the way, short? Uh, my friends call me Mach. All the time. Yeah, All right. Uh, Mach, you got three picks to make. Uh, let's go to it. And again, if you win. A cash prize could be headed your way. Okay, I am going to pick. Uh, I'm going to pick Green Bay. <laughs> uh, Mahmoud, I hate to tell you, <laughs> Green Bay got knocked off last week. It was a tough out. Oh, I knew that. I was testing you. <laughs> Football expert Mahmoud joining us here on the uh, TalkZone.com. You got any other picks for us? Yes, I, I'm going to pick uh, New York Jets. Okay. I like uh, Daryl Rivis. He is very good. Mm-hmm. Their defensive backs have been playing outstanding. I think uh, they have enough weapons and defense to do it to stop San Diego. So I'm mm-hmm. going to pick the New York Jets. Very good. One uh, 
stone cast away of Daryl Revis in the New York Jet backfield. All right, game two, Mahmoud. Uh, for game two, I'm going to pick, uh, I'm going to have to pick the Colts over Baltimore. Indianapolis over Baltimore. I am the biggest, I am the biggest Peyton Manning fan. He is the best quarterback ever. He is, uh, people have said that. And we've had a couple of hosts on the show, Mahmoud, say that they think he's the best ever. And you know what? I, I'm, I've watched a lot of them, a lot of great ones. I'm not going to disagree. He's, he's unbelievable. He's I, I think he's the greatest of all time, coach and Mahmoud. You are calling him the greatest of all time, big guy. Yeah, without question. We're uh, watching history every time you see Peyton well, Manning. Wait, 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 wait. You can't say without question. Yes, I have to agree with you. In my mind, man. in my mind, coach, I'm without saying. In my question? mind, there's no doubt he's the best of all time. Really? I mean, in, in my mind, mind he's, he might be the best, but boy, to say without question he's that much better well, yeah, than Johnny see... Unitas, Dan Marino, John Elway, Brett Favre, and uh, probably missing I didn't a... see Stahlback at his, you know, peak. Nah, Stahlback, very good, but he doesn't rate with the elite, elite. But I just Peyton... want like a guy who plays the position well. I'm you just, know, it's I'm... not about the stats or anything like that. And uh, uh, Joe Montana. Yeah. You know, the Elway. But I, I just think Peyton Manning is the greatest coach. And I just, okay. for me, it's really kind of clear cut. And there's other positions where I'm very not I'm, sure who the best is of all time. But for some reason, okay. I just really feel he's uh, the best. I'm not shocked to hear you say that he's the best you've ever seen. I'm shocked a little bit to hear you say that it's by far a clear cut. But uh, anyhow, we move on. Mahmoud, game three for you, my friend. Uh, game three, I'm going to have to go with uh, the Cowboys over Minnesota. Okay. The Cowboys are playing very good. I uh, I think uh, their defense is very good. Yes, I have to pick them. Beautiful. Beautiful. Bach, we got you down. We appreciate you listening to the show. And uh, have you ever been stuck in an elevator with a UPS or a FedEx agent before we let you go? Uh, no, I have not. All right. You might want to try it sometime. Oh, I, I'm going to have to. Then, my All right. Thank you, Mahmoud. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Mahmoud. There he is. Mach joining us. 888-463-6748. Mahmoud drops off the line and leaves eight other phone lines open. So dial it up. we got plenty of room for you. All right, Big Dog, listeners are anxiously, anxiously awaiting your semi-expertise picks. Let's have that. Uh, well, it should be pretty obvious who I'm picking in all the games I've been, I've been talking about it, but, uh, I'm not sure which three games I'm going to go with for the actual beat the schmo ones. I guess I'll go all of them except for, uh, the Baltimore Indianapolis one. That one won't be included on the weekend. I do like the Colts, but I just want to root for them to win, and I really could care less, you know, what their uh, their point spread is. How many point favorite are the Colts over the the Ravens, coach? I think it's seven. It's seven. Okay, yeah, and I just, you know, that's actually going to be a tough game. I'll just stay out of that. So that's the one I'm not picking, even though I would take the Colts minus the seven. Uh, but I will take the Chargers uh, to put a, a nice little beat down on the New York Jets. I see that game as like uh, 19. To three or nineteen to six, like mm-hmm. in that area, coach. Okay. You gotta beat the Jets up a little bit, uh, and then with uh, the the Saints over the Arizona Cardinals, I'm gonna have to say the the Saints are gonna win that game, game uh, forty five to thirty four, something like that. A okay. ten point win, so they'll cover the spread. Okay, and I definitely see you know, like oh, well, I'm not really going out on a limb right there. That's a it's a pretty easy one, but I do see a lot of points being scored in that game. Mm-hmm. Now it'd be definitely better off for the Cardinals if they could run the football and slow it down and try to make it like a 28-24 game. They have a much better shot at that. If it starts going up and down the field again, that the Cardinals will get beat pretty bad, I think. Okay, and then in uh, the last game, or the, I guess this is the, the game on Sunday. Uh, the noon game, so there is a noon game on Sunday. I'm going to go with the the Cowboys 
to really put a beat down on the mm-hmm. on the Minnesota Vikings. The, the Vikings can't protect Favre right now for some reason. They haven't been able to at the end of the year. And if you can't protect Favre against the teams that they were going against, like the Bears, wait till DeMarcus Ware gets in their backfield and Theo Ratliff and, and Anthony Spencer. Seriously, everybody that does not like Brett Favre because all the you know his his image has really certainly changed over the last year. I mean, people talk about like the fall of like Tiger Woods and. Blah, blah, blah. Well, for a guy that didn't do anything controversial, really, if you think about it, just, you know, switching teams a little bit. I mean, he never hurt anybody. Uh, Brett Favre has really, really, really become, uh, like, uh, a galvanizing type personality. And, uh, so if you really want to see the fall of Brett Favre, you might be seeing it this Sunday at mm-hmm. noon. He's really going to get hit a lot. Or this could end up being another one of those unbelievable games where, you know, he's able to rise up after, you know, just because he's one of those guys that likes to play the game. You know, and he gets beat up all day long and makes enough plays, and, and the Vikings win, and the legend continues. I would not be surprised at all if that happens too, because the guy keeps just on amazing, you know, year in and year out. But right. this is uh, it, this is going to be, uh, without a doubt, the most interesting game of the weekend. Yeah, big dog, you are without a doubt one of our shining schmoes. You're one of the best schmoes that have ever made football picks, and we've got you down. San Diego over the Jets, New Orleans over Arizona, two favorites, and then a minor upset. Although it seems like everybody. He's jumping on the Dallas Cowboy bandwagon. Oh, that's the You're one taking... thing I don't like. You know that, Coach. I yeah. hate when people start jumping on board. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, I, I mean, I really think they were going to – they're the ones going to the Super Bowl out of the mm-hmm. NFC. Right. right now, I think they're the best team remaining. Speaking of jumping on people, I have in my hands the beautiful and lovely pair of dice, Paradise. Uh, we will make her picks. Again, this is being webcast, so now I can't cheat anymore on Paradise. The white dice is for the home team, Big Dog. The green dice – for the visiting team, I'll let you pick the game and then Paradise will make the picks. Which, hold give hold me on a second. One. You used to cheat? I mean, huh? I was in studio with you. No, I say, no, I'm not I very cheated. observant, Coach. No, no. I didn't know you were cheating. No, I really wasn't. Okay. Just That's sounded good. good at the time. Okay. All right, give me a game. Uh, I'll go with uh, the Baltimore Indy game okay. since I couldn't pick that one, Coach. Game is at Indy, so the white dice is for Indianapolis. Fascinating radio here. It's three and three. We'll spin it again. Five for the green dice, two for the white dice. Apparently, Paradise has a thing for Joe Flacid. I mean, Joe Flacco. <laughs> Give me game two. Okay, I'm going to have to go with uh, the Saints and the Cardinals. And that is at New Orleans. So, again, the white dice. Fascinating webcasting here. Tremendous radio. Four for the green, two for the white. Paradise. Liking the road here. She's going for Arizona. Larry Fitzgerald and company. Paradise making her picks. Uh, plus the eight and a half, I believe. Uh, let's see. Arizona and New Orleans. We got it down seven. Okay. Okay. That's, that's, wow. That's only seven. seven. That's nice. Okay. I'd like the Saints in that game. And the last game, yep. uh, I guess the most talked about and anticipated game of the weekend, which is the, the Cowboys and the Vikings. All right. Dallas at Minnesota. See if she picks one home or is she going all on the road? Six for the green, one for the white. She loves the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Strongly Uh-oh. pick it. So all three picks of the road teams and all three underdogs. How about Paradise stepping out this weekend, big dog? And if you, you know, think about it, there's, a, those teams are playing with the most momentum right now. Mm-hmm. The last couple of weeks, all those teams have played extremely good football and the teams that they're playing have kind of like taken their foot off the pedal and coasted. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's strange how it used to be like, oh, get your rest, get your rest. And now it's like, oh, make sure that you're playing your best football, you know, at the right time. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it's just funny how football seasons look because uh, on November 1st, we just thought it was a guarantee that the uh, 
no, nothing in the AFC was guaranteed because that was just a, been a crazy year. But in the NFC, it was just a lay down lock that the the Saints were going to be playing the the Vikings in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, and, that, and that was after what about eight, nine, ten games. I remember talking on this show about wow. Let, let's let's fast forward a couple of months. Let's get to it. Vikings and Saints. What an awesome game that would be. You are correct. The last three four weeks of the season took a little bit of the momentum out of that potential championship matchup. Yeah, and, and you're, you think about it, coach. Around like week three, you're like, wow, the you know the Vikings and the Saints look good, and then it stayed that way for for two months. So you just pretty much assumed by that point that was you know what you had been seeing is what was really what was going on, and all of a sudden it changed. Mm-hmm. You know the old. Joe, the Duke Crispino eye test of, you know, just watch them. You, you can tell if they're a good team or not. Well, all that changed. And it is, it's funny how in the NFL nowadays, you, you see if you are a weakness is exposed, you know, you, there's, there's playmakers on these teams. Even teams like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, believe it or not, have professional football mm-hmm. players on it. And the teams like the Buccaneers can beat the Saints if a weakness is exposed. So yeah. Cleveland Browns won four wins in a row. Don't you forget that. Yeah, all the right. Browns. I mean, and legitimately in October, the Browns, were I was thinking one of the worst football teams I had seen, like one of the top twenty-five worst teams I had ever seen in my life, and then then they went four or five games at the end of the year, mm-hmm. to, in a row. So with two different quarterbacks, both Quinn and Anderson, because they got they had injuries, so it was both their quarterbacks actually played, played better. So mm-hmm. all right, very Never. quickly, uh, I'm going to take a Baltimore over Indy. I'm going to leave Arizona New Orleans alone. I've gone back in fourth on that count. I want to say Arizona, but. Then I'm starting to have second thoughts. So I'll leave that one alone. I'm going to pick Baltimore in an upset over Indy. I think Indy feels the pressure of trying to win after a couple of weeks off, and their theory might not come through. So I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm going to agree with you. Take Dallas over Minnesota. Go with the hot hand. And I also, uh, to me, the surest pick of the weekend is San Diego over the New York Jets. Rex Ryan and company will uh, pull the old folder, and I think the Chargers win that game maybe by a couple of touchdowns. So those are my picks. Again, you want to make your... Beat the Schmoes football picks, and we'll donate $10 for every uh, pick that comes in, every call, every email to the Red Cross Relief Fund helping the uh, folks in Haiti. 888-463-6748 is our phone number, and you can email in your picks at mike2guys at aol.com. Real quick, dog, before we wind up the show, a couple other uh, quick, quick thoughts on things happening in the world of sports. One, the arrest of felony charges of NBA star Gilbert Arenas. Well, I guess I shouldn't pick him up on my fantasy team. Uh, you know what? The guys, seriously, one of the dumbest things I've ever seen any athlete do in the history of sports. And I don't think I'm overstating that. You know, it's not that we throw a lot of evers and the most, but I really think this is, this is, if you, can you really name anything worse than the way that he, that he has actually acted in this in terms of uh, sense and com- you know, common sense and just respectability? He he might end up being in a lot of trouble over this stuff, and he had everything that you could ever want in the world. I mean, if you'd asked him like uh, a month before if he had a good life, he probably didn't even realize how great his life was. A hundred nineteen million dollar contract that he's just gonna mm-hmm. have to give away, and now he's gonna have to spend time in prison. I mean, what a way to mess your life up. Yeah, and you know we don't have time to get in it now. I think it's being it's a little hard. He's, I agree with everything you said. I just think the punishment maybe is a little bit too much. We said the same thing about Plaxico Burris. What he did was stupid for him to be serving two years in prison is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yep. Is it why we have to pay to have that guy in jail for two years? Yep. Ridiculous. Yep. Hey, real quick, uh, quick, quick comments. PGA Golf Weekend number two. Any excitement level from your part, Big Dog, on the Sony Championship Open, Honolulu, Hawaii. Jeff Ogilvie won the first tournament. No Tiger Woods, of course. Yeah, you know what? There's. It's going to be a new year. You guys have... Uh, 
I never really was a Tiger Woods fan, and I kind of rooted against him. Not like in an evil way. I just always wanted competition. You know, I didn't want it to be the runaway Tiger Woods, you know, who's the greatest player and all that. But now I'm really going to start rooting for him, Coach. I guess he's really coming out. He's sending, a, you know, like the, mm-hmm. the 50 doctor hospital yes. down to Haiti. Well, right I then. guess, uh, like, in terms of, like, Arnie's army, it's now going to be Tiger's harem, and they're going to follow him around the golf course. It's going to be out in the open. Everything's going to be good. Uh, I, I, I'm actually wanting to go out to the course yeah. all of a sudden. Have you seen, by the way, John Daly? You yeah, see a picture of him? I won't say svelte because he is John Daly. But he but, doesn't uh, even look like it's amazing. It's uh, you he know, lost what, a ton I, of where he does not look well, but, I mean, you can't even recognize him. Now, Coach, i got to be quite honest with you, and take this as you will. He looks like a guy that is uh, – I think he's on the crystal meth diet. Yeah, yeah. He lost a lot of weight. That's the good news. He does not look well at all. Yeah, he looks like he's on crystal meth. Yeah. uh, A lot of people have been on crystal meth, and uh, I guarantee you crystal meth's dad. Jerry meth, not happy with that. Uh, we got to wrap it up, Big Dog, and I know as we leave, it's a special, special weekend, not only NFL football, but it's the Cub convention this week, a very special moment in time for a lot of uh, baseball nerds out there. Oh, yeah. Speaking of wrap it up, definitely. If you're at the Cub Convention, I know things can get out of hand. The hotel rooms that, that night are just, uh-huh. it's crazy down there, Coach. I hope there's no Romanians partying near the Cub Convention. Things could get out of hand. Oh, of course there is. They come in from everywhere, Coach. Yep. Like, uh, Botswana, you name it. I All mean, right. they're, they're coming in from everywhere. New Guinea, they show up at the Cub Convention. <laughs> All right. For a show that started off with me getting stuck in the elevator, it ended out not too bad. We appreciate everybody for listening. We'll do it again. Not next Monday. It'll be a replay show. We'll be live on Tuesday because Martin Luther King Day offices are closed here, but we'll have something on. Big Dog, thank you so much for joining us. Have a great weekend, everybody. It's two guys and a mic signing off. We'll see you Tuesday.